0: our mission is to discuss extraction processing business practices and lessons learned with the established experts of the extraction process this is mission supercritical a service of apex supercritical the leading co2 extraction equipment manufacturer now here to navigate our broadcast is a u.s navy veteran and the founder and president of apex supercritical Andy Joseph.
1: Today's guest is Dr. Rachel Lober. She's the Vice President of Laboratory Operations at Leafline Labs. Uh, Leafline is a vertically integrated Minnesota-based medical cannabis provider. Currently has Apex, uh, two Apex CO2 extraction systems. Super excited about that. Dr. Rachel Lober is an analytical chemist by training with an extensive experience in chromatography and mass spectrometry. Spectrometry, gotta uh, gotta say that one twice fast. At Leafline Labs, Dr. Lober oversees both production and R and D activities involving cannabis extraction, medical cannabis formulation, analytical testing, and regulatory compliance. Welcome to the show, Rachel.
2: Thanks, Andy. It's great to be on the show.
1: Yep, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. So we're uh, we're gonna have a great show today. We're gonna talk about a few different things, but uh, I, I kind of like to start these things out with a simple kind of you know background. How did you how did you start uh, you know becoming an analytical chemist and all the things that you're doing, and then you know how did you make that transition into the the cannabis space? So you know let's start there. You're you're currently the formulation guru at at Leafline. Tell me a little bit about your your analytical chemistry background and how you got to that position as a formulate formulation guru.
2: Sure. Um, so, starting out, I think I can honestly say that when I graduated, I never would have thought that my career path would lead me into the cannabis industry. Um, however, I really think it's a perfect fit for me. Um, so, as an undergraduate, I really loved organic chemistry. So, yeah, I know that's kind of a strange thing to hear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the, not the easiest thing to love, for sure.
2: Yeah, So, um, but It wasn't really until I took a pharmacology class in my senior year that I really decided I wanted to pursue a career in pharma. So in 2003, I joined the Department of Medicinal Chemistry at the University of Minnesota um, and began my graduate studies. Um, Compared to other students in my department, my research project was a bit unique in that it really spanned several departments and disciplines within the university. Um, And it included organic synthesis, cell biology, and analytical chemistry. So the cool part about it was not only would I get to make these novel um, drug candidates, I would then also get to personally um, test these drugs on cultured cells. And then using analytical techniques that I had learned, I'd be able to assess the cytotoxicity of these compounds and their mutagenicity. Um, And really, the ultimate goal of this work was to um, come up with novel anti-tumor agents um, and better understand their mechanisms of action. Um, I really loved the fact that I could follow the project uh, from beginning to end. So it's not like I was just making a molecule that would feed into someone else's research. Um, So in that case, you may or may not ever hear the outcome. Um, So we can fast forward a few years. Um, Unfortunately for me, my graduation date happened to coincide very nicely with the financial crisis of 2008. Um, So as a fresh new Ph.D. chemist, um, finding a job was a little difficult. Um, Thanks to my analytical skills, I eventually was able to land a job working as a chemist at H.B. Fuller Company. Um, And this is a local materials company in the Twin Cities They specialize in making adhesives, sealants, and other kind of sticky stuff. Much of my work there was focused on the analysis of adhesives and other packaging materials um, to be used in food packaging applications. Um, And Really, the big concern is that you don't want any of the chemicals that are present in the adhesives making their way into the food. So We would carry out an elaborate series of FDA-guided tests, And um, we would um, look and try to figure out if um, we were seeing any um, leaching or migration of these chemicals into the test simulant. So if you think, for example, of a ketchup packet, um, our testing was essentially trying to ensure that no chemicals would get from the ketchup packet into the ketchup and add a nasty dose of harmful chemicals into your side of fries. So in addition to that, um, I did a lot of work uh, reverse engineering competitive products. Um, so in my years at H.P. Fuller, I learned quite a bit about glue.
1: All right. So you, got, so you got a lot of sticky stuff, which helps with the cannabis industry, right? We've got, uh, you know, ketchup and glues and stuff, which uh, maybe not quite so obvious in the cannabis industry, but uh, looks like you got a little bit of paint experience, too. Tell me about that.
2: Um, so after H.P. Fuller, I went on to learn about paint while working at Balspar Corporation in Minneapolis. Most of my work there was focused on reverse engineering of the competitive paint products. Um, so if you were to ever walk into a home improvement store like Lowe's or Home Depot, um, odds are I probably analyzed, you know, 90% of the um, paints that are available there. So I can really tell you, you know, which, which ones are the best ones to buy. <laughs> so that's, that's helpful. Yeah. Um, But um, I guess throughout my whole time in the materials world, um, the thing that I struggled with is I really felt like I wanted to do more with my career that would directly help people. Um, So I wanted to make more of an impact on people's lives. So, yeah, it's great that, you know, I'm helping to make paint products better so people have to do less coats on their walls and save them time and, you know, help to beautify their homes. But I really wanted to get back to my roots get back into um, medicinal chemistry, uh, pharmaceuticals. And so in 2015, I decided to take the chance on a little company called Leafline Labs that was just coming into the cannabis industry.
1: Right, right. And and you were already in Minnesota. So there weren't a whole lot of options for you as far as the cannabis industry goes. Yeah. How, how'd you, uh, how'd you actually find yourself with Leafline and what'd you do?
2: Um, so essentially I, I saw that the um, the company was going to be opening their headquarters in Cottage Grove, Minnesota. And I live in Invergrove Inver Heights, which is literally 10 minutes away. And at the time I was at Bellspar commuting, you know, 35, 40 minutes to work every day. And I thought, hmm, you know, my skill set would probably be really good, you know, to add into um, the cannabis space. Having the analytical skills, the um, organic synthesis, the... Uh, um, just the general chemistry knowledge. Um, so I took a chance and I sent a letter and lo and behold, I was brought on board.
1: Nice. Nice. Great. So, so you find yourself at LeafLine and, uh, you know, talk about the beginning of the uh, of laboratory experience at LeafLine.
2: Yeah. So um, really, we had a very humble beginning in the laboratory. Um, on my first day, it was me. It was a big empty room with a couple of tables. Um, There was an extractor. Um, Granted, it was not an Apex extractor. um, Oh, no. It it will remain unnamed, but um, it was soon replaced with an Apex system. Nice, Um, nice. And then lastly, there was my um, newly met colleague, Ryan McNamara, who came to us from Big Pharma. So we were were R-squared. We were the the two chemists that were going to start things off. Um, So we both joined LeafLine. It was June of 2015, um, and the first cannabis patient in Minnesota received product from our care center on July 1st. Um, So, I mean, that's a really quick runway there. You know, we essentially had less than a month to build up the lab um, and produce an entire product line. Um, So it was crazy busy. Um, You know, there was a lot of 16, 18-hour days, but in the end, we got the job done.
1: Right and and, and remind uh, myself as well as the listeners that are out there. Uh, Minnesota is a concentrate only state. Is that right?
2: That's correct. So extraction okay. only. So um, coming into a company that's extraction focused and having that quick of a time frame was was challenging, but um, we have a great team and we made it happen.
1: Right. Right. So let's uh let let's. let's Let's talk a little bit about the sticky, right? So we talked about sticky and uh, and your ketchup. We talked about sticky with your glues, sticky with paint. You know, your whole career is revolved around sticky. So, um, tell me about the the overlap that you saw there getting into the canvas space.
2: Yeah. So, um, in terms of overlap, I mean, essentially what we're doing is we are applying scientific rigor and in industry best practices from a variety of chemical industries. Um, to medical cannabis production. Um, But specifically for me, one overlap that um, I found very helpful is the fact that, you know, coming from a materials world with glue and paint, um, cannabis oil is actually kind of similar because it's extremely complex and it's very sticky. So like working with the extracted oil is, you know, can be pretty difficult. Um, So when you then take this, this complex cannabis oil and you formulate it into even more complex dosage forms like uh, capsules or topical creams, um, the laboratory testing part of it gets extremely difficult. Um, I mean, for example, our um, state approved lab that does our testing, we had to collaborate quite a bit in order to just figure out sample prep and um, the best methods for testing our products in order to ensure um, the accuracy and repeatability for potency testing. So coming from that background, working with difficult products um, really helped us um, get a leg up um, when it came to our um, potency testing.
1: Yeah a lot of customers don't realize how difficult uh, cannabis is you know there's other stuff out there obviously that is challenging but cannabis in particular is challenging in in all aspects you know just the material handling side of it the extraction side of it the testing side of it it's a it's a it's a big challenge because of its its, its stickiness and real quick what's the what's the scientific word for sticky <laughs>
2: or non-Newtonian would
1: be a good way that I. Would <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, we'll yes, stick so. with sticky. So, all right, Rachel, we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a quick break now, and uh, when we come back, I want to th- uh, pick your brain on you know, the the cannabis product development and work that you've done at Leafline, and also the 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 THC CBD ratios that you've selected for your patients.
0: We'll regroup for more Mission Super Critical after we hear from our sponsors.
2: company on the OTC symbol MCIG
3: at alternative vibes our core values of quality loyalty respect and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping for essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at alternativevibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. alternativevibes.com introducing blue moon cbd straight from the bluegrass of kentucky with our special nano emulsion process you'll not only get the best cbd available you'll get more of it not all cbd is the same it's your body it's your choice get relief from inflammation anxiety and stress go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code hemp 420 for a 20 percent discount on your order balance your body balance your life make it blue moon
0: cbd Time to extract more knowledge on Mission Supercritical, only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Okay, welcome back to Mission Supercritical. Today, again, we have Dr. Rachel Lober from Leafline Labs out of Minnesota. So, Rachel, you, you know, we've got a great background, analytical chemistry, working with sticky stuff, paints, glues, ketchup, uh, even to some degree, uh, with, the, with the gluing in the packets and stuff, and then into the cannabis industry. Now you're back in your roots. you you've got analytical analytical chemistry uh, opportunities and the ability to help people, which I thought was uh, was really great. You know, you you left you know probably a, a pretty high paying job to take a a, a huge risk in, in the cannabis industry, and, and um, you know it's very noble. Talk about some of the product development stuff that you've done, and in particular, get into the the reasons for the THC and CBD ratios.
2: Um. So at Leafline Labs, we've developed three main product families. Um, they are tangerine, Heather, and cobalt. Um, if you look at the first letter of each of our product line, you'll notice that it's THC. Um, that was a little joke by one of our um, first pharmacists with the company. Um, so starting out with tangerine, um, tangerine is our THC dominant product family. and you know, to date most cannabis- related research has shown that THC inappropriate amounts is responsible for much of the therapeutic effect which cannabis is known for. Um, The THC and tangerine medications, it can help improve appetite, it can reduce chronic pain, alleviate anxiety, and much more. Uh, Best of all, the benefit comes without the risk of respiratory depression and the high levels of addiction that are possible um, with opioid pain medications. Um, So conditions that we generally treat um, patients with tangerine include uh, cancer, glaucoma, HIV-AIDS, Tourette syndrome, ALS, muscle spasms, Crohn's disease, and intractable pain. So, within the tangerine family, um, we've developed a variety of different dosage forms, um, including oral suspensions and capsules. And these are going to be used primarily as more of the sustained release products, so keeping the baseline um, concentration within the body. Um, and then, in terms of providing a quick onset medication for breakthrough symptoms. We also offer sublingual sprays and vaporizer oils.
1: Okay, so when we talk about THC dominant, what kind of, uh, what kind of levels are we typically talking about here for THC?
2: So, I mean, depending on the product, um, you know, the oral suspensions are kind of simple in that, you know, we are formulating to a target concentration. Um, so depending on the tolerance of the patient and the desired effect, you know, it could be anywhere from two milligrams per milliliter and a oral suspension to 20 milligrams per milliliter in a sublingual spray. Um, But our vaporizer oil is by far our most popular product. Um, And this oil is, um, it's unique in that we produce a 100% pure cannabis oil. And this is the result of both subcritical and supercritical CO2 extractions um, using our Apex systems. So we have um, two systems, as you mentioned, uh, they're both in a 2,000 PSI series. Uh, we've got a 5x5 five five and a 20x20. 20 20. So because um, for our oil, what kind of sets it apart from others is that we're not using any diluents for the, for the oil. So we're not using MCT. We're not cutting it with PEG or glycerin. Um, so in order to really get consistent potency batch to batch, we have to ensure that our extraction um, is gonna be consistent. Um, and that's what we've seen with our, APE- our APEX systems. Um, it's, it's just been great. They run like clockwork since day one, uh, very minimal you know, issues that we've experienced. Um, and one happy surprise that we did discover is that when we scaled up from our five by five system to the 20 by 20, we really didn't notice any scale up effects. Um, typically, you know, when you're scaling up a process, you would expect to have some sort of scale up effect. And we had um, really kind of budgeted time in order to do um, process optimization, but we didn't have to. It just, it works linear, linearly and it was great. And we were, we were very pleased with that.
1: That's great. That's uh, that's great to hear. You know, obviously, uh, music to my ears here at the Apex Supercritical. But one of the things that we try to focus on uh, a lot, actually, is is the scale-up side of it to make sure that you you know somebody in your position doesn't see the difference when you go from a smaller system to a to a larger system. So, all right. So Tangerine's the first product. um, Heather being the the second product. What what's the biggest benefit you see out of the uh, the Heather?
2: Okay, so, the, the Heather family is um, a product line that contains equal parts of THC and CBD, so a one-to-one ratio. Um, studies have shown that combining THC and CBD at a similar amount um, minimizes the sedating effect, um, psychoactive effect, um, than you would experience with a higher THC concentration. Um, however, you will also be getting the overall tar- targeted therapeutic effect of the medication. Um We've found that THC and CBD work very well together for certain pain-related conditions. Um, So our pharmacists commonly advise um, this type of medication for muscle spasms, neuropathic pain, and cancer-related pain. Um, So within the Heather family, our current offerings include oral suspensions, subliminal sprays, vaporizer oils, and a new topical gel cream. So Minnesota um, manufacturers Just recently, we're granted approval by the state. Um, This just happened um, this past August, um, allowing us to produce topical formulations. Um, So far, our topical gel cream has been very well received. Uh, Last week, we had um, the mother of a patient contacted the care center, and she was literally in tears, saying that this was the first time that her son was able to sit comfortably for two full hours without being in pain. She said she wanted to kiss every person who worked on the job. Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> kind of, uh, kind of makes it worthwhile. I doubt anybody's going to want to kiss you after uh, you know developing a one coat paint. <laughs> yes, that was that was great. <laughs> yeah, that is that's fantastic. All right, uh, so so quickly here then the last one, uh, but not least of course, Cobalt CBD Dominant. As I understand, tell me about that one.
2: So Cobalt family of products, CBD Dominant. Um, CBD, less sedating, has no psychoactive effects on patients. So a lot of patients that are entering the program are more prone to want to try a a high CBD product first, you know, if they're concerned about, you know, any psychoactive effects that they might experience with, um, like say, tangerine. Um, CBD, obviously, um, it's known in the um, epilepsy community um, for its anti-seizure properties Um, and has been used to treat epilepsy and uh, other seizure disorders. Um, Our Cobalt product, we have formulated to a 20 to 1 CBD-THC ratio. And the rationale behind this was um, guided by studies, pediatric epilepsy. Um, We're looking at people that were taking um, CBD-only medications or products that contained a higher CBD to THC ratio, uh, 40 to 1, for example, And kind of what they were seeing is that a lot of patients um, responded better to to medications that had a little bit more THC in them. Um, So today, our pharmacists here at LeafLine are able to really work with patients one-on-one. And depending on the seizure disorder, they're able to mix um, a regimen of tangerine and cobalt in order to really hone in on the, the best ratio for that particular patient. Some recent studies um, have also highlighted the neuroprotective and anti-inflammatory roles that CBD CBD plays. Uh, Cobalt is becoming more and more popular amongst our um, intractable pain patients, um, especially those that are suffering from arthritis or uh, peripheral neuropathy. Um, So uh, kind of a personal example, uh, my father-in-law has suffered from peripheral neuropathy for almost 10 years and this was result from a surgical nerve block that went bad. Um, so literally, he could not feel his feet, which is just kind of a crazy thing to think about. Um, but when he took his first dose of cobalt suspension, he sent me a text and he's like, I can feel my feet again. It's like, it's just amazing. Um, and on top of that, he had less arthritic pain in his joints. And, you know, he's getting around better and just generally a happier person. So... For me to see that and be part of, you know, the development of these products is just, it's so rewarding. So within the cobalt family, um, we offer a couple different products. We've got the oral suspensions and our vaporizer oils. Um, Again, they're, you know, not cut with any um, PEG, MCT, you know, no glycerin, just 100% cannabis oil. And what we've been finding is that PTSD patients... um, PTSD was recently added as a qualifying condition in Minnesota this past August as well with the topicals, and we're finding that the cobalt vape has really become like the go-to medication for these patients. Um, It helps to ease their anxiety, um, and it does so without drowsiness or any psychoactive effects. So it's just, it's very incredible.
1: Yeah, that that is incredible. It's incredible to have a kind of impact on people. You know, to obviously not. Uh, so you know, your father being an example of someone that's close to you. So it, it's very rewarding. But just knowing that you're helping people that sometimes you don't even realize you're helping. Um, that's a it's a great place to be. So, uh, Rachel, again, we're gonna uh, we're gonna have to take another quick break. Um, but this time, when we come back, uh, I want to talk about a couple of different things that are, are super popular right now in the cannabis space, uh, which are terpenes and the the subsequent entourage effect that seems to be highly debated in the uh, scientific community.
0: We'll regroup for more Mission Super Critical after we hear from our sponsors. Approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation.
3: StrainWise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the
0: process. Time to extract more knowledge on Mission Supercritical, only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Okay, welcome back to Apex Supercritical. Again, today we have Dr. Rachel Loper. She's uh, been talking about a lot of really cool stuff, um, you know, and impactful stuff, impacting not just her, uh, you know, the work that she's doing, but, you know, family impact with her father and, and be able to make a, a true, true um, impact on his life and, and many other people, which is very, very rewarding. Good stuff, Rachel. Love it. Uh want to want to dive deep into the terpene and entourage effect. Um, you know a lot of a lot of debate on whether or not single single compounding is the right way to go, especially from people like yourself who come from a pharmaceutical background. Um, I, I think you lean the opposite direction, so let's talk about terpenes and then let's lead into the entourage effect. Where do you think that goes?
2: Okay, so um, in terms of terpenes in our products, we're currently monitoring the levels of the nine most abundant terpenes. Um, basically, because those are the reference standards that are available to us. Um, so terpenes, we all know that they're responsible for their um, the characteristic aroma of cannabis. Um, they also have many medicinal properties, um, just to name a few: anti-inflammatory, analgesic, anti-tumor, anti-anxiety, antioxidant. Um, When we're doing our processing, we're isolating terpenes by performing a subcritical extraction run on the Apex 2000 PSI systems. Um, And for us, it's just been simply a matter of optimizing run parameters uh, for the given cannabis strain in order to um, get these terpenes followed by somewhat of a purification process afterwards.
1: And are you finding a lot of variation from strain to strain when you're doing those subcritical extractions?
2: Um, I mean, what we found is that if we're running the same strain, you know, multiple runs, we're seeing pretty good consistency. Um, but you know, obviously, we're growing lots of different strains, and we see some pretty incredible variance between them. Um, but I guess one of the one of the difficult parts about terpenes is that um, it's nearly impossible to really get you know exact reproducibility because the expression levels of terpenes are influenced by so many different factors um, during like the plant growth, um, time of day, how much stress the plant has been under. um, And then when, once the plants are harvested, you know, how long the plants have been cured post harvest. So in the end, you know, the state of Minnesota does not expect us to meet any specifications when it comes to terpene content. We're solely focusing on cannabinoid. um, But, I mean, terpenes are a very interesting compound, and we want to, in the future, you know, look into that a little more and see um, if we can, you know, kind of hone in and get that to be a more reproducible thing.
1: Yeah, the, the scientist's dilemma, you're starting with a non-consistent uh, material and expected to produce a consistent result, uh, super, super challenging for sure. All right. So, you know, terpenes are important and, and it seems like they've got a lot of, uh, a lot of cool effects. Uh, but the entourage effect, you know, basically the whole plant extracts and being able to replicate the plant in a concentrate form, um, is, is very important to a lot of people and, um, not a lot of, of scientific evidence behind it, but tell me your thoughts on the entourage effect.
2: Well, honestly, a lot of the evidence is anecdotal, um, but we at LeafLine do believe that there is something to it. Um, All of our products, you know, we tout as whole plant medicines. Um, So, for example, if you look back to Marinol, which is the synthetic THC medication that's available, um, a lot of people that have been on that drug um, said that they have preferred either inhaled cannabis or cannabis-infused products because the synthetic tends to have more adverse events. Um, And I think it has to do with just, you know, how the different cannabinoids and the terpenes, how they all interact with each other, and they, you know, just help to negate some of these um, ill effects. Uh, We've also heard that um, from some of our patients, when they use our 100% pure cannabis vape oil versus um, purified THC that had been diluted out in say MCT, uh, they generally see better symptom relief and in um, I quote less fogginess than with a, um, than they would have with the purified products.
1: So almost almost a hangover coming from the, uh, the the quote unquote clear or the distilled products.
2: Yeah. So with all the products that we make, um, we focus our formulations on the full plant extracts and because we essentially we want to take advantage of all the benefits that all the different cannabinoids, The terpenes and all the flavonoids that are present in the cannabis plant. Yeah,
1: that's a, that's. That's really, uh, really good insight. You know, I, like I said, single compounding seems to be kind of a popular approach, especially from people in the pharmaceutical. So it's actually uh, kind of nice to be able to see somebody with your you know background in, as yourself focusing more on the whole plant extracts and the entourage effect. Um, I'm personally I'll lean a little bit more towards the entourage. I think it makes sense. You know, it, it's uh, it's a little bit of hippy-dippy baloney sometimes, my, my <laughs> wife will tell me. But, you know, trying to replicate that which Mother Nature spent many, many, many years building uh, uh, it makes sense. There's, there's merit behind it. Um, so uh, really good stuff. Now, Rachel, uh, Leafline and, and, and yourself have, have I, what I think is probably one of the best marketing uh, approaches out there. You guys call it the first. Um, I, I think it's it's very impactful. Can you talk about some of the, the firsts that your patients have found with your products?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, like you said, behind the 1st we're trying to capture patient stories that have, you know, they've been able to – You know, improve their quality of life using medical cannabis. So, for me personally, there's two stories that really stand out for me. Uh, The first success story um, revolves around Amelia. Uh, She's a little girl, she lives in northern Minnesota, and she's one of the rare people that suffer from Trevet syndrome. And that's a catastrophic form of epilepsy, and it's resulting from a mutation in her SCN2A gene. um, Very rare. Um. So prior to starting medical cannabis, Amelia would be suffering from 80 to 100 seizures per day. It's just, it's just terrible to think about. Um, and she was just nine years old at the time. Um, that's the same age as my daughter. So I remember vividly my first month at Leaf Clinic. You know, just the thought of like, you know, what can I do to help get this medication so Amelia can hopefully have a better quality of life. You know, it really helped to motivate me through those long days. Um, and it was just well worth the hardship. Um, I also remember that anticipation I had after she picked up her first bottle of cobalt oral suspension, thinking like you know would it work? You know, was it going to really reduce her seizures? You know, we had no idea you know what to expect. But you know, you can't believe how elated I was. Um, so her mom is very active on Facebook, and she made a post. Um, so the post showed two photos. One was a day. Um, with Amelia without medical cannabis and the next one was a week after taking medical cannabis so in the first photo she looked very sleepy very unfocused and the one that was a week later she was smiling she was attentive I mean it was just amazing to see Um, shortly after that she took her first steps again so remember she's been you know dealing with these terrible seizures for so long and she'd been in a wheelchair for several years um and then after that she started making attempts to vocalize again because she she really hadn't been speaking. Um so it's just it's just amazing to see in that such a short period of time how her quality of life had, had improved. Um so now the sweet little girl and her family, you know, are just they're able to do things again. They're able to go on trips, they're able to, you know, do the things that we take for granted. So thankfully it still continues to work for Amelia. She's been a patient with Leafline since the beginning, and she continues to inspire us every day.
1: Yeah, that is uh, that is absolutely incredible. An incredible story to be able to have that kind of impact on on, you know, a, a little – uh, you know a child like that, especially when you've got a daughter that's the same age and and you know the impact you've had on our family uh, it's, it's very rewarding. I can understand why you're, you're passionate would be and would spend the time to develop a product and geez, I think it was what you said was about a month right to go from the yeah. no. the initial inception to the point where you actually had something to to deliver. Um, we got just a, another minute or two, but you mentioned you had another inspiring story for us, so let's hear it
2: yeah so the other story um is about Julian, so Julian's a teenage boy. He also suffers from seizure disorders but also autism um and According to his mother, Julian had lived with excruciating pain just his entire life um, and recently had resorted to hurting himself um so According to her, his life consisted of black eyes, crying, no smiles, so just just heartbreaking
1: yeah not not fun for sure.
2: But after his first two doses of cobalt, his mother reported um, his seizure activity had decreased in that he would actually kind of stopped the self-harm. Um, she said, I don't know. I don't want to jinx it, but I know this is the best he's been in weeks. So, I mean, that's encouraging. Um, two weeks later, his mother reported that it was the first time in a year that she would seen him smile, which is just that's it's so wonderful to think about. Um, he'd started asking for help from his family. And two months after his initial consult, his mother sent an email to the care center and it had a picture of him smiling. And she said, he's back. Really, he's, he's back. He's out of his helmet. He's out of his arm guards talking in phrases. I just can't believe, you know, talking, laughing. It's a miracle. Thank you for making this happen. You know, cannabis saved his life. So, you know, what more can I say about that? It's just it's incredibly humbling, you know, to be a part of this and know that what we're doing, you know, in the lab is really, you know, making such a different difference in these people's lives. Um, and
1: and, and are, you, are you finding that, you know, these kind of stories are making their way to the, the people that make the laws, the, the regulatory group within Minnesota?
2: Um, definitely. Um, one, one nice thing has been that a lot of these patient advo- advocacy groups are very vocal. They're very active and, um, you know, very well represented um, to the state. So, um, for example... Minnesota is going to be deciding in the next um, few weeks, actually, um, whether or not new conditions will be added to the program. And right now, conditions that are up for um, consideration are autism, anxiety, dementia, and Parkinson's disease. And so, you know, to think about that, you know, we have the potential to help a lot more people, you know, like Julian, you know, by adding autism as a as a condition. And, and- we. That we have a product that will that will help,
1: and their and their families too. You know, I mean, it, it it's one thing to you know help the the actual patient, but to to help the family and the whole family unit, then and, and there's usually a large support mechanism behind people that have these problems, and and uh, you know that's just incredible. You're, you're impacting so many lives. So congratulations on all your success. I I think it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, unfortunately, though, Ed, we are out of time. So uh, real quick, Rachel, you know, thanks for being on the show. Great stories. Uh, super impressed with everything you guys are doing at, at LeafLine. If somebody wanted to reach out to you and, and, and talk to you about this stuff or, or maybe uh, consult with, with, with you guys for some different products, how might they go about reaching you?
2: Um, I'd say the best way would be to just send me an email. It's Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L-L, at LeafLineLabs.com. And I'd be totally happy to answer any questions.
1: Fantastic. Rachel with two L's. Uh, well, again, Rachel, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I, I appreciate it. Um, so, uh, once again, I want to thank Dr. Rachel Loper for being our guest on Mission Supercritical. Look for other Mission Supercritical shows to learn more about Apex Supercritical's more than 500 customers operating in the cannabis industry today. Hope you can join us, and until then, happy extracting.